Good morning. Well, it won't be morning when I upload this, but I'm going to the 9am showing of Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. And to be quite honest with you all, I ain't really that fucking bothered about this one. I just feel like the MCU's almost captured that Hollywood tragic that it's found something that kind of works. And I know there's a long plan and it's been in the works a long while and it's probably what everything else is tagging on to because the MCU is forecasted doing this multiversal stuff. But I'm saying I'm tired, but I think we found something that is easy to get tired of, easy to make gimmicky already. Now look, I'm going in with a straight bat. And um, you know, if we manage to hit the boundary, then we'll hit the boundary. But if we're caught, if it's caught at first slip, that's cricket for the Americans. <laughs> uh, hit the fences, um, run to first, baseball, baseball, baseball. I don't know, fuck it, you can look it up. It'll be educational, this see, educational. That's all I'm saying to you. It's a bit, um, the roads here are shit, so it's a bit wobbly, so I apologize for having to keep <laughs> straightening it up. Um, the reason why, personally, I'm not that enthusiastic with this is I think that the MCU has kind of forgotten what made it what it is. In phase one and phase two, it was very character driven. It was all, all about the people. It was all about um, sympathy, empathy, tragedy, levity. Whereas now, it's a lot more plot driven. We're, we're dealing with a lot more conceptual things. Um, even in the hugely successful Spider-Man Far From No Way Home, sorry, uh, it was still, there was a personal journey, almost the most long origin story ever with Peter Parker, but it was still kind of overshadowed by the multiversal plot line. So for me, what I want in this film is if the cameos work, I want them to be tasteful, I, I don't just want, here's such and such, I want them to genuinely shock me, I want them to be things that I could not possibly have expected, now I've been steering clear of scooper sites for a bit because with um, no way home it became too much and everything was broken down and every line was taken out of context and every toy was packaging was being taken as canon and I was just sick to the back teeth of it. You know, we used to get walking dead breakdowns on New Media Rockstars and now they're saying that the, the traffic isn't enough to support it financially. Well, they were doing walking dead breakdowns when when they had the 140,000 followers. So if you're telling me that whatever they're on now, three point whatever million, two point whatever million, can't can't find financial remuneration for a varied slate, then I'm afraid they've become a victim of their own success, or indeed greed. But I suppose with any expanded business, the costs inflate, they've got a bigger crew, they've got more technical staff, and it's not just a guy writing scripts and filming, <coughs> filming to camera. But nonetheless, my point being is I'm going in this relatively unspoiled. Obviously, I watched the first trailer, that's all. Didn't see the second trailer, didn't see any TV spots. Kevin Feige showed the first signs of annoyance this week, saying they showed too much, they gave too much away. So, in the trailers, and you know, Bob fucking Paycheck, who's 
is at the top of it now. He took over from um, Big Daddy Iger. He seems to be a lot more loose and fast with uh, with what they can put in the trailers now. So yeah, we've seen for the first time an annoyed Feige on the red carpet. Saying that, I think he said something to the effect of, yeah, they, um, <coughs> they showed too much and that's all I'm talking about. So, getting back to my expectations, baby. Um, I, th I want a cohesive story but truly one that ingratiates itself to the primary actors and bad actors, <laughs> not, not in terms of quality, but in terms of um, plot <coughs> enhancement and the people who have action on the uh, Whatever, fuck it. <laughs> it's early, man. I've been up since six o'clock this morning. I had to do a little bit of work before I left for the cinema, to the Cinnabobs. Right, let's try not get killed at this junction. Still alive? Well, that's a win already. That surely focus the forecast. This film ain't gonna be shit. So, yeah, I wanna see meaningful, genuinely surprising cameos. I wanna see back, back to focusing on the characters and not just some um, convoluted plot concept that needs anchoring in. Eternals, for example, there's no way that that film can possibly fit in with the, with the general MCU. Too many contradictions, undermines a lot of what was going forward. I want it, <clears throat> I want it, I want the MCU to matter again. I want it to be concise, and I want it to focus on the characters. I don't know if I mentioned that, probably I've done 10 times. But you know, just call me, Tommy 10, 10, 10 tits. <laughs> Tommy 10 times. Um, so I think that's all I've got to say really. Fingers crossed it's going to be um, a resounding success and I'll see you all after the Cinebobs. Toodaloo! Right, quick instant reaction. Um, I found a quiet corner to myself where I don't have to feel quite so self-conscious about talking about a film in public. Although this is going on YouTube, which is possibly the most public place you can put anything. Anyway, uh, it's fine, it's good. Um, feel a bit exhausted, been collecting my thoughts. Um, yeah, the, the way I described uh, my expectations beforehand, this is again just completely plot driven with bouncing the protagonist from one scene to the next. There's very little character development or emotion in it. Um, there are scenes where there probably should be some emotion in it, but it all seems completely manufactured. The actual value of the multiverse in this, I, you kind of get the feeling that it didn't exactly need that, like this could have played out in another way, but that's the direction it's going in. Um, Cameos were all quite surprising. There was a couple of secrets, but at the same time, just after what we've already seen in Spider-Man, I don't think that this is particularly like, okay, he's there, okay, he's there. Uh, 
I guess there was a couple where, and it's very localised in the film, it's not all the way through that you're just going to have something popping up. I mean, if you consider that a spoiler, I'm fucking apologetic for nothing, mate. <laughs> but yeah, it's fine. You can tell by the way I'm talking about it. It's inoffensive, kind of fun. Um, I did have to stretch my legs a couple of times in the film, so I wasn't particularly engrossed. Chavez does a good job. Um, uh, yeah, that's about it really. Kind of exciting, a bit, a bit dull in others. So, yeah, not much more to say than that, unfortunately. Oh, the horror element. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. You can definitely tell this is a Ramley film, but it's more visually uh, horrific than it was actually scary. Because I think the, the key component of any scary film is that it's dark. So when you have sort of beasts and monsters crawling around red smoke or or in broad daylight then it kind of loses its effect and I suppose that's what Moon Knight did very well but it still managed jump scares within the same parameters and not like uh, uh, just completely gavelous and obligatory jump scares gratuitous jump scares they were actually um, set uh, and released whereas this is this just, yeah, it just kind of meanders with some of the things looking quite ghoulish. Uh, but, yeah, uh, and post-credits, kind of done with them now as well. I don't even know if I'll bother sticking around the next film. They're just, I don't know, I don't know. It's what it is. A character turns up very much in the way that Harry Styles turns up after... Uh, um, whatever the last fucker was. <laughs> Eternals! But, <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got to say. Oh, a little extra that I forgot to talk about. Uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Olsen does a really good job. She seems unhinged and unbridled and maniacal. So, so yeah, she does a really good job. There's some stern acting at the beginning uh, when she's still trying to keep up a facade of normality. And she plays the villain really well, but... Again, there's no, I mean, the motivations are redeemable, but the actions aren't. So by the end of it, it does end up being just another cackling, moustache twiddling villain, despite the motivations. And do we really need another do we really need another sympathetic villain? I mean, it's becoming a Marvel trope, and I think that's what they were trying to do now. I'd rather they just had someone that was either lusting power, money, wealth, or greed, or just wanted to rule the world, like that. <laughs> yeah, just give me a two-dimensional. The one thing I will say about it is the ending doesn't finish with... Well, it starts with the CGI um, punch fest, but in the way that the first film concludes, it's not... It's solved with the power of the mind as the power of the body. So, yeah, <laughs> I just thought I'd add that on.